This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. What's up, y'all, and welcome to Hawkside, the first episode of Hawkside Guns in 2022. Uh, and, and, and just to start out the year, hi, my name is Jake, and I have a gun problem. Man. Uh, hi, my name is Sean. I haven't bought a gun in almost two months, so I'm <gasps> still on the wagon. Still on the wagon. Yeah, November uh, was my last was gun. whole holidays thing. Yeah, well, I'm, well, I'm out of money. Uh, or I exactly. was That's up what I until holidays thing. Yeah, up until Christmas, I was out of money. Now I got a bunch of gift cards boring a hole in my pocket, but we can talk about that later. So, um, Jake, let me ask you this: oh, How many guns have you gotten in the past uh, well, since I've the last only, cast? I've only bought one. <laughs> okay, this, this sounds two. like a qualifier. There's a qualifier to it. Um, I finally found my P30 SK that I was looking for. What? Okay, so how'd that happen? Uh, just going through the different websites that the uh, the gun store uses to buy stuff so that I can buy it at dealer cost and saw one and went, holy shit, and hit the button and uh, <laughs> spent more money than I really wanted to at the time. Um, well, it does seem to be the trend recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is uh, it is it new? Is it used? Is it like No, it's brand spanking new, which is the other part that caught me by surprise. I didn't think they were actually I knew they were still making the P30 long slides because, you know, John Wick. Um, but I didn't know if they were making the SKs, the, the subcompacts anymore. Uh, and it was the exact one I wanted. Dude. So I mean, has has it arrived yet or no? Oh, no, it's arrived. It's in the safe. Uh, I haven't had the chance to go to actually go and shoot it yet. But, uh, you, no, it's there. I have it. It's mine. But it is among us. Yes. Excellent. Now... Um, have you plans to sell it or trade it already? No. Okay. Now, you had sent me, along those same lines, <laughs> well, a rather been... curious picture as well with a gun that, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> you have had your hands on before. It, yeah. Which I is a know. VP9. If if yeah, memory which, which the, serves, which the funny thing is, is the exact same firearm as the P30, but it's a striker fire instead of a hammer fire. I was gonna say, if memory serves, that's very similar to the uh, weapon that you just put in the safe. <laughs> yeah, I was going through the websites just kind of out of curiosity last night and saw that pop up, and it is an aftermarket one, so it's at a really good price. And I'm sitting there looking at it going, ooh, ooh, I could have that. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I like the VP9. Uh, but see, here's the thing. Do I need it? I mean, I have the P30. Dude, I got a closet full of shotguns, okay? I can't, <laughs> like, need is out of the question, okay? Do I need another shotgun? No, of course not. Am I going to get one? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. So it has not. See, you will have, you will have, think of it this way. There isn't a badass gunslinger in fictional or real life that wasn't made cooler with a set of twin pistols on their hips. Okay? That's all I'm saying. 
Now you got a right one and a left one, and they could be told the difference because one has a hammer and the other does not. It's like, look, here's Jake and his twins. Oh, God. <laughs> Come down I'm to Texas, people, we'll get you some spurs. I'm just picturing everybody at the, the range laughing at me as I'm double-fisting uh, uh, subcompact HKs at the, uh, the range. Nobody double-fists anybody carrying two nine millimeters in Texas, okay? That's just a man who's excited about his firearm investment. That's all that is. They may do that shit on the East Coast, but they don't do that here, all right? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so I have a problem, and I don't know what to do about it, and so I, I, I've got till Monday to kind of make up my mind as to whether I'm going to do this or not. But oh, that, Is the, the one in the picture you sent me the actual VP9? Yes. That is a clean-looking gun, dude. Exactly. That's the point. It looks freaking new. I mean, I, like it's, I mean, that thing looks like it's never been shot. It really does. I mean, it's got the case, it's got all the stuff, it's got the loader, it's got everything on it, and it's uh-huh. it's the right size and style. It's got, uh-huh. I, don't I don't know, man. I mean, depending on how much that was, I don't think I'd pass it. Well, is it, is it more money than I'd really like to spend right now, considering the fact that I just had to buy my daughter an animator's uh, laptop? Uh, <laughs> yes, it, it, it is more money than I really would like to spend right now. With that said, is it a good several hundred dollars less than what they cost brand new? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I will give you the same advice. <laughs> That I give everybody else. Oh, I thought you were about to give me the same advice I normally give you, which is go buy it. <laughs> Close, but no. Um, every time I have run across a gun that I like and I don't pick it up because at the moment I'm feeling cheap or tight, I wind up paying more for it later on down the road. Uh, that's actually kind of what I've been. That's that's the uh, and the pro versus con, you know, argument. That's on. That's the severe top of the pro list. I mean, because it, it, it's it's just I do I wind up paying more for it because like I don't buy it at the time of the deal and I'm like, well, this deal came along, another one will come along, and while oh, that may be true, well, another one will come along, but another deal like that, right? That's it. While another gun most assuredly will come along, maybe even one that's that's similar or better, it won't be this deal. And that's the part that kills me. Like, I, you almost have to, like, if you're in the market for one and you think you want one, you almost have to get one because, at, you know, if it's, on, if it's at a really good deal, right? If it's at retail, who gives it? You know, like, who cares? Cause oh, if it you was at always retail, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Right, it'd just right be now. like, nope. It's it's all good. Or if it was just slightly discounted, you're like, well, I can probably find that discount somewhere else. But when you come across those deals, you almost have to take them because they're not they're, I mean, they don't come around like that very often. You know, they just don't. And especially, and this is the part that kills me, um, especially if you think you could break even or make money on it later on down the road. Even if you didn't want I'm it or sold it, I'm pretty sure that if I wanted to resell this at some point in life, that I could actually make more on it. So at that point, it's not even buying a gun; it's it's investing. <laughs> it's investing. <laughs> I'm, I, it's the same as buying stocks at that point. You're just being fiscally responsible. And that's all that is. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what I tell you know Shannon anyway. Uh, but. <laughs> 
Yeah, at that point, you know, we're just investing in the future. You know, I'm doing this so that I don't have to tap budget next time. <laughs> right? I'll have budget for this. You know, Does she buy it? I, it depends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> depends on what it is that she wants to invest in at that point in time? Yeah, yeah. Well, or it depends on how much it's it's actually going to be or and if, you know, if it's something that she wants or something like that. Because if it's a plan to get her uh, a pistol then or something that she wants, then, yeah, she totally buys it. If it's Oh, so this is, this is how the Henry Lever action worked out for you? Yes, this is exactly how that is. Um, uh, so it was. Uh, it worked out great. Worked out great with the Walthers. Worked out great with some of the guns I have. Others, you know, like I don't know the Ithaca. <laughs> but babe, <laughs> it's super cool. Look at it. Uh huh. <laughs> How much? Well, you know, it's difficult to put a price on this kind of of quality and classic type. But <laughs> she goes, "Oh no, somebody put a price on it, and you paid it. <laughs> what was that price?" Well, you know, what I'd like to do is show, walk you through what kind of deal this really is, you know. <laughs> and the more I stall. You get the, shut the fuck up and tell me what it costs. Well, yeah, yeah, it comes pretty quickly, to be honest. Um, but, you know, and the more I dance, the, the, the more expensive she knows it was. Because if it was like 200, you know, 300 bucks, I don't even tell her because I probably have that in, in gun money, you know, just laying around or gift cards or whatever it is. If it's like 400 bucks, I probably had to stretch a little bit and, and, you know, do some other things. If it's over $500, I had to like put it on a card, you know, and that's, and she'll see that because we all do the finances together. So, um, what's, what's this? Oh, uh, really hoping I did the finances this month. <laughs> for, for, for most of our accounts, my wife actually gets alerts when something is spent. <laughs> Yeah, I bought that. <laughs> what of it? You know. Well, no, because it, it, it literally won't take an hour before I get the. Um, what's this? <laughs> it's an investment, babe. It's an investment. You know, like it's gonna make us money. I'm pretty sure. How much? Probably twenty dollars, maybe thirty. <laughs> all right, but that's thirty dollars we didn't have before. All right, my shrewd negotiations have made us a profit. That's all I'm saying. You know, and the longer I keep it, the greater that profit's going to be. <laughs> you know, just, just crap like that. You know, it's, it's, you gotta, you gotta move this stuff. And of course, you know, your other half knows you're full of shit, but that's okay. You know, uh, it's, it's one of those things like, um, right now I, I'm a little bit flush. Now I just bought a truck, so I don't have any money right now. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, like, because I was out at the ranch and and our ability to go to the ranch, because my wife doesn't let me borrow her 4x4 um, very often because I get it muddy. And um, Even if you volunteer to wash it when it gets back? Yeah, I don't do that. That's, that's bullshit. It's truck. It's supposed to have mud on it. It's it's oh, like, okay. it's patina. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I, look, I don't disagree with you. I was just wondering <laughs> what it was that you were willing to go through to use her truck. And oh, no. Apparently... Uh, I'm a, uh, Apparently, washing it was too much. You went out and bought your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you say it like that, it sounds bad. Uh, no, but it's... Uh, she, hey, I didn't disagree with you. I was just seeing what the situation was. Yeah, uh, she would. Uh, she didn't really like partying with it because, you know, uh, it comes back because it's brush country. So it gets some scratches here and there. Or I'll wind some bramble around the axle or it'll get muddy or, you know, it's or she just simply can't use it for that five hours and she doesn't like using my... She didn't like using my car. Um She's like, I bought a truck to use it, and now I'm driving your Camry on the weekends. This is bullshit. So, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I kind of see that, you know. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I get it. Um, so I went and bought a truck on my own, and uh, you know, four wheel drive, you know, nice Tacoma. It's a little older, got you know, like sixty thousand miles on. It. It's great. But between the down payment and all the rest of the stuff and and all that, I didn't have a lot of gun money. So uh, that pretty much took care. I bought it in December, so that took care. Plus Christmas, I had any gun money, and then I got some uh, gift cards and all that because that's always what I asked for. It's like I just want Shields gift cards. Just give me give me the stuff to Shields. That way, I know I'll spend it there, and I won't put it in the budget or spend it on bills or something like that. So I have several hundred dollars burning a hole in my pocket for guns however well uh, okay well let me interrupt with a question first and maybe this is where you're going do you have something that in particular that you're looking for though i have two things one of which i'm not going to find especially not at shields which is the beretta cheetah um i'm still looking for one i went i've gone to three gun shows now i've not seen one um which is a little depressing i know nobody wants to let them go well, that, that's one of those ones that's just going to pop up at some point. You just need to be prepared that if you see it, to do it. Yeah, just throw cash at it. Here, just take it. You know, and and you just and that's and that's pretty much where it is. It's it's that is where that is going to sit because they are not common enough anymore, and people do not. They just don't move hands as much as they used to. That uh, you know, if I find one of acceptable quality that isn't online. Because I don't trust the online gun sales, really. I want to be able to see it uh, before it arrives. Uh, so I don't throw that kind of money on something that is fundamentally broken. Uh, if it was a shotgun, I wouldn't worry about it. But a pistol's a little different. Um, I, I'll just you have know, to You know, if you got that. that gunsmithing license. I know. <laughs> God, Shannon's on me about that shit, too. You know, she's like, you know, that would actually, would actually pay for things. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, but it's five grand, you know, anyway, but it's fun. I know it's, it's, it, but I'd have to like quit buying guns for a little while to pay for it. And, uh, I'm not there yet. Um, I did have my hands on something interesting during the break though, between this cast and the last one. Um, do you, have you seen or played with at all Mossberg's, uh, five ninety S? Uh, no. It's the uh, it's the one uh, that shoots the shorty shells. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I have seen because it's a, it's a five dollar adapter to get it to do it. The, the being able to put them in the shock waves. But I I did realize that they actually came up with a standard average everyday Mossberg shotgun, but that was set up to do shorty shells. Yeah, it's uh, it can do um, the 590s can do, and the the one I had or not had, but the one I got to shoot was just like the um, the standard black tactical Mossberg with the 18 inch 
barrel. Well, and that's what you're probably going to find it on, considering the fact that it's not going to be something you're going to use for hunting or even clay shooting. It's something you use to not punch holes in the walls of your house if you're defending yourself. Yeah, I mean, they're all defense shotguns. You're not going to find a, a clay gun or a sporting, you know, a, a sport gun that's that's shooting shorts. It's that's not what it's for. Um, but uh, the 590S has a, it goes from three inch to one and three quarter. So it'll shoot the shorties all the way up to a three inch shell. And... Well, now I don't know how they engineered it to do it, but the only problem with the shorties on any shotgun is the fact that if you, you run into a thing that if you don't rack it fast enough, they're just going to fall right out the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, that's good. And it looks like it's got, it looks like the gate on it has been restricted, or the the loading ramp has been restricted, so it's been a little bit different. Um, so I, I just looking at it, it looks a little bit different uh, than a standard uh, Mossberg, but uh, or a 500 series or something like that. But uh, this one was pretty cool. Instead of like um, you know six two and three quarter rounds, this thing will hold nine. Uh, shorty rounds. So that's actually it. Just that's just magazine capacity. So that's not bad, um, you know. And if you get the the extended one, it it hold thirteen. Uh, if you get the yeah, extended, and then if you and then if you pistol grip that sucker, it's a very very nice home defense shotgun. Yeah, yeah. So I I was like, hmm, <laughs> that might work. Um, now I don't know how much they're going for these days, um, but that was actually. Well, I not know a the bad... prices on the shockwaves have have skyrocketed. Oh my god, haven't those got so expensive? Well, they they've doubled. You used to be able to get one for like two hundred fifty bucks. Now they're anywhere from four fifty to five. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see them for two fifty. Um, but then again, I'm in a different region than you are. Um, I saw them for about two seventy five. You know, pre pandemic, it was like they were. About, yeah. You could pick one up for about two seventy five out of the box uh, at a gun show. Even at a gun show, full retail, um, you were looking at about two seventy five for the things. You can't touch them here for like five seventy five, six hundred bucks. I mean, without breaking a sweat, like nobody's yeah. selling them for less than that. I mean, even used ones, they don't mark them down at all. Maybe and, ten and, bucks, and that's because their main and total purpose is home defense yeah and, and that's what everybody with the pandemic and everything else is is looking for is yeah, home defense everybody was kind of panic buying the the crap out of them and honestly they did not come down in price i i mean they just they just haven't and i'm not sure I'm not sure they're gonna anytime soon. I mean, I don't know. Like, how is it at the store? You're you no frequent. They're they're not gonna because what's changed is the fact that they're actually available. They're not gonna drop the price down at this point because there's no competition for them. Oh yeah. So no, I suppose that makes sense. It, well, because the only other competition for them was the Remington Tac 14, which they're not making right now. Exactly. So there's no competition for for that particular firearm. Uh, not only that, but we, you know, it was to the point during, you know, the height of pandemic when I was working on a day to day basis in the gun store in which people would, you know, call up or email, do, do you have, do you have a 12 gauge shotgun? And it was almost like a, <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't even waste your time. <laughs> yeah. Apparently the 590 S's are going for about 600 bucks, which is not uh, surprising because it's a short, I mean, it's, it's like a shockwave. I, <sighs> It, you know what's funny is is I went into Shields um, 
right after Christmas, I think, just to pick up some shells because we were going to go shooting. And um, for the first time in I don't know how long, I saw a a section of the gun stuff uh, or the, the gun area uh, sectioned off with about 12 Remington 870 Expresses in it. Well, the, the, the Remington shotguns are coming back. Yeah. But it is primarily the 870s. Yeah, and I didn't see any Wingmasters or anything like that. It was They were all Expresses, every single one of them. Uh, so I'm guessing that's the gun that they're focusing on. And I think it's, who is it? Uh, I can't remember who bought them. But, oh, um, damn. Uh, I know. Uh, uh, Ruger? No, Ruger bought the Marlins. I know no, that. I Ruger, know Ruger bought the Marlins. I, I can't remember who brought who bought uh, Remington. I, that's so terrible. Um, but it, it is being branded as Remington, and they didn't change their name or anything like that. But right now, um, I walked into Shields, and I found two uh, models of Remington 870 Express. I found the Remington 870 Express Super Magnum, which is the uh, synthetic 3.5-inch gun, I think it is. Uh, so it's all blacked out. It's the it's the all blacked out uh, synthetic Remington 870, which is yeah, it's three and a half inch. Uh, which is honestly, if it if the build quality is the same as it always used to be, a superb pump action shotgun. It well, just that is. is the that is the question. I'm not saying it's not the same build quality that it can be, but we it used to be, but we, we don't, don't know. know yet. Yeah, we don't know. And uh, I did find just the regular 870 Express, uh, just, you know, kind of matte black 870 with, with, you know, walnut or birch furniture made to look like walnut. Now, if you go, and I am on their website right now, if you go to Remington's rearm, remarms.com and look at their offerings, uh, first of all, it's it's all Remington 870s, but... Um, if you look at it, they say the 870 Wingmaster is available. Well, wait, I, just because I don't they say yeah. that they're manufacturing them doesn't mean that it's actually available. I yeah. mean, there's several firearms that you can look for out there that they say are getting made but aren't actually available. Yeah, that's exactly correct. I mean, it's it's I seriously doubt anyone can go into your local place and find a Wingmaster. I, I just didn't see it. There were 12 uh, uh, 870s there, and I, I pulled the guy aside, and I asked him, I'm like, hey, are they? did you get any Wingmasters? He's like, and he just kind of did what you're talking about. He just goes, no. Uh, <laughs> like, ah, I see. Well, uh, my, my guess is where you're probably going to find them is places like up and down the coast where the um, – uh, the Canadian geese, you know, flock and stuff of that nature for for those guys doing the hunting because those are the ones that are going to willing to be paying a premium price for it. Yeah, I mean, down in Texas, it's really not wingmaster country. It's it's yeah. like most people want the synthetic or the express because the express is like even before they quit making them was a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars less than the wingmaster, and. What are they going to do? I mean, everybody uses the the eights, especially in eight seventy down here. It's it's almost like a utility gun. They don't care that it gets beat up because it can take it. They don't care that it doesn't look pretty because they don't. You know, it's not a gun for show. It's a gun to serve a purpose, and it's it's either hunting gun or a, a security gun or a you know a truck gun for for out at the ranch and and you know for safety or something like that. Um, or it's a synthetic gun for duck hunting or, or something like that. It's it's not a presentation item down here. It just really isn't. This is this isn't Wingmaster country in Texas, uh, generally speaking. 
Uh, you got a better shot of it being a camo than you do um, just polished furniture and a nice blued finish. Um, that's really kind of not the thing. I think you're right. I think it's more of a, a East Coast, you know, slash New Englandy thing. Maybe Midwest. I mean, I know a lot of guys in the Midwest have some really nice guns. I know a guy from Ohio has got a beautiful brown and gold Hunter. I mean, it's it's much uh, more popular around there than it is than it would be down south here. Down south here, deer rifles. They'll they'll pay as much as a truck for a deer rifle, but uh, you know it, it doesn't like the there is a shot. I got my truck, my rifle, and my buckle. Yeah, and my dog. Um, there's a shot that the beat up piece of shit truck that they arrive in to go deer hunting costs less than the gun they pull out of a, a bag or a, a you know a pelican case or something like that. I mean the the deer rifles you have down here are world class. Well, that's that's like here in the city in which the car that they put it in it costs less than the stereo. <laughs> Yeah, it might be. <laughs> oh man, how's the how's the shell availability going on down there? Uh, shells are actually pretty good. Uh, uh, there's a whole whole bunch of aluminum nine millimeter floating around. Yeah, we have quite a bit of that as well. We've got uh, nine millimeter aluminum, and of course the the rifle shells have actually all come back, except. This is what pisses me off. Ex- 6.5? Set for 6.5 Creedmoor, which they actually tell me, because every time I go there, there's no 6.5 Creedmoor. There's a hole for it. There's a spot for it. But there's never any Creedmoor in there. And I'm like, what is the deal? And he get, and I finally pulled the guy over, you know, one of the people over, and, and asked him, I'm like, what is the deal? How come there's no, you stock everything else but no Creedmoor? What's, what's the deal? And he goes, oh, no, we stock Creedmoor. It's just that, we order the same amount of Creedmoor as we do 270 or 243 or, or you know, whatever. Um, any of the, the hunting rounds, it's just that Creedmoor is so popular down here. Like in Texas, Creedmoor is, is kind of king because it can do almost anything. It can do deer. It can do varmint. It can do uh, hogs. It can do it can do anything, right? So a lot, there's a lot of Creedmoor down here. And you just can't find them because everybody, every time they put them on the shelf, they just get snapped right up. And I'm like, why don't you just order more? And he's like, yeah, that's, uh, we order what we can order, man. It's, it's, I mean, it's not in the, the times where we can just, you know, oh, just send us this many. It doesn't work like that yet. Um, he's like, we're getting lots of calibers, but you can't just pick and choose. Like, send me a triple order of, of Creedmoor. He goes, they don't do that yet well all i can say here is that cabela's still apparently has an absolute buttload of winchester white box 762 <laughs> i i happened to go because i have one about five minutes away from my office at work and i stopped in um everybody's either out for the holidays or sick with flu covid whatever the hell you want to call it um Whatever. There's almost nobody at the office. So I went to the office to make sure that, uh, you know, I checked the mail and the machines are still running and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just check in. So on the way home, I was I stopped by Cabela's and there was no 12 gauge, like none. I mean, there was there was any none I would shoot that wasn't herders. And the thing about herders uh, birdshot, if you've never shot it or never looked at herders birdshot, 
Um, it's always like a hundred foot per second less than everything else. Like I, I don't know whether they're skimping on gunpowder or what, but like a, a, a herder's box, if you're buying like number seven and a half's birdshot, um, what I normally shoot to make the gas gun, and this uh, for those of you who don't shoot gas-operated shotguns, which is I'm sure most of you, uh, or at least a, a good chunk of you, you have to reach a certain amount of foot per second or a certain amount of drams to make the the gun cycle correctly. Right, otherwise you'll get a light cycle, and it won't uh, go all the way back on the stroke and and eject the shell correctly, and and you can get some problems. So, really, for a lot of my guns, I need over 1,250 feet per second to really cycle the gun correctly every time. So, that's not a problem. Everybody makes something that's 1,250 or above in in lead shot. It's no problem, except herders <laughs> the same box with herders is always like 1200 foot per second now you're like well what, what difference can 50 foot per second make you know it's, it doesn't sound like a lot and it probably isn't you wouldn't notice it shooting clays really but it does make a difference when your shell doesn't eject or uh-huh. you stove pipe it or something like that because it's just it's not pushing the freaking action back enough. So every time and, I go to and and if you think dad's going to let you get away with missing that clay just because you stove pipe oh, your yeah. yeah no. No, you just endless ribbing. That's it. You know? Blame oh, it you're, on the gun. Your fancy gun can't get these regular shells that all the rest of us can use with our old-fashioned pump action shotguns. Yeah, I don't even want to have that conversation. Like I don't like I don't even want to talk about it. So um, I, I, I have to have 1250 or better. I mean, for the, the Beretta requires it. The, the SX4 does it. I will give it that. You can shoot 1200 on an SX4 it, all day. All day. It'll do it. It's a very light action gun. Um, so the, the, but the SX4 is the only one I can do that with. Um, the Beretta, like I said, the Beretta requires it. The, uh, God, the Ithaca, sure as hell. Both Ithacas need over 1250. Um, the uh, I mean, just uh, every every automatic I have pretty much requires 1250, except for the SX4. So, um, and all the herders is 1200, and then some of the herders is 1165 or 1185. And I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? You know, yeah, I mean, I don't work in a pump gun, but uh, so. No, um, I, I all that to say to bring that back around. I go out to her, to uh, to Cabela's and look for shells just because I happen to be there, and it's all herders and it's all under twelve hundred feet per second. And I'm like, well, this is useless. <laughs> I mean, this is it's just it literally is useless for me. The only thing I could run it through is a pump action gun. Well, I'll keep saying it. If you go into our Cabela's, what you'll see is Winchester white box, 762 <laughs> yeah, and 5.56, as far as the eye can see. They did have now, an entire aisle. bit of, um, uh, I think it's uh, federal uh, aluminum, something of that nature. Uh, they've got that for a reasonable price. Uh, anything brass is going to be 20 to $30 a box or more. Wow. That's, so. uh, mm. yeah, but I, I don't know. Well, I have no problem shooting aluminum. I have never had a real big issue shooting aluminum. Now, I've had some issues with steel from time to time, but never with aluminum. You know, I haven't had any problem with the aluminum shells. Um, 
I, you know, yeah, the the aluminum holes just work fine for me. I I don't have any. I haven't had an issue running them through the Beretta for sure. Um, that FS will just, the 92 FS will just spit them right out. I, it's it's no problem. Um, Shannon does. I mean, Shannon's Walter eats freaking anything. It doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure you could make them out of paper mache and they'd still work. But the, the her her Walthers are monsters. They just they just chew up anything. Um, the injection on those things is so freaking hard because it's using all the all the you know uh, energy in the in the slide coming back to just eject the shell. So it ejects them like twenty feet. You know, um, it's, it's very weird. Actually, the last time I went to the range, it was funny because I was standing to the right of my brother. He was firing my Walther, and I was standing about 10 feet away from him. His <laughs> shells were just hitting me in the head. Yeah. And I'm just like looking at him like, dude, what are like, you doing? <laughs> and, it, and, of course, his response is, well, why are you standing there? Yeah, move, dude. Yeah. No, I don't know what it is about those Walthers, but it's a hard eject on those things, you know. Um but yeah, our Cabela's has the exact same thing. Cause I, I remember thinking as I was standing there in a, in the aisle, like it's uh, one side of the aisle, I could look to my left and it was all seven six two, and I could look to the right and it was all five five six, and it was just the whole aisle it was just I all mean, five five six and seven six two. That was all and, there was. And I've got to the point where I've I've stopped buying two two three because the <laughs> five five six Winchester white box is less expensive because they've got so much of it. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, which is the the delight of a lot of five five six guys. Uh, they're like, yay, you know, and they're just out there blowing through, you know, boxes and boxes and boxes of it, uh, which is great, you know. Hey, you know, it, it's fine, but um, you know, I can still find twelve gauge, um, but not at not twelve gauge I can use because even the even the fab arm, which is you know my most expensive gun, still takes twelve fifty to run it. Uh, so I, you know, all the stuff at, at Cabela's is, is all 1211.85. And I'm like, well, this is, this is useless to anybody who's got an automatic. The only thing you could run is the SX4, which just doesn't care. Um, well, well, you said that you were, that you had seen the Mossberg, uh, 590S and you said there was a second one you were looking at. (sighs) Yeah, there is, but I don't. Okay, let me preface this with I am aware I don't actually need this gun. Okay, I I know I don't. Okay, you're 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 justifying this to me, <laughs> the guy who's thinking about buying just another version of the same gun he just bought. Oh, keep that in mind. Okay, just keep that in mind. <laughs> that that exact sentence, the same version of the gun you already had. Okay, so I picked up the other day a a Browning Maxis II Ultimate. Now, if you don't know anything about the Browning Maxis II, um, it's basically, if you'll forgive the expression, an upgunned Winchester SX4. They use the same piston, they use the same action, they use the same bolt, they use the same, you know, it's because Winchester basically rummaged around Browning's parts bin and went, wow, this system works great. We're going to design a target gun around this. And that's what they did. That's what the SX4 actually is. And made it, you know, sweet for the target shooters. And it doesn't handle big heavy loads really well. It's really weighted for for lighter target loads, which is why it's such a great target and, and uh, upland gun. Uh, it's fantastic for it, but it mm, maybe ducks are 
not so much for it, right? Because it's only got a three-inch chamber. Uh, so the three and a half, it won't even do three and a half. So you put buckshot through an SX4, and it's going to take shoulder off because it's really not weighted for it. Well, the Maxis 2 is kind of a cross. I picked one up the other day and shot it because uh, somebody had had just got one. And it, this gun is new for this year, so he must have got it at Christmas or something because it's, it's a $2,000 Browning. And it's kind of a cross between the Browning Maxis 2 Ultimate is kind of a cross between the fab arm that I have and the Winchester SX4 um, as far as the way it looks and the way it handles. And I went, ooh, this is nice. I mean, it's got beautiful furniture on it. It's got the rounded butt plate and, and pad that, that the uh, um, fab arm has. It's got beautiful actual engraving on it. It's It's got the big, nice browning rib. But it's got all the things I love about the SX4, the big square button. The, the perfectly machined bolt, the, uh, the, the piston on it is incredibly light and, and handles things beautifully. It's got all those same things as the Winchester SX4, but it combines it with like a, the, the fit and finish of something like a fab arm. And I went, so it's the same gun, but pretty, but prettier. Yeah. (laughs) And I went, Oh no. (laughs) Because I'm like, I don't need another $2,000 shotgun. I mean, what am I going to do with this thing? I don't shoot the one I have, you know, because I, I shoot the cheap ones. You know, like I have a lot of automatic. I have five automatic shotguns, five 12-gauge automatic shotguns. That's how many I have, okay? It's too many. I, I understand that. I realize that. But I like all of them for different reasons. But the two I shoot the most are the SX-4 and the Beretta. The Beretta, because it's it's the only all-weather one I have, right? It's synthetic and Cerakoted. I could take it in the middle of a rainstorm. Nothing's going to happen to it. It's not going to rust. It's fine. Um, the Winchester SX-4 is is the best target gun I own. Um, you know, I've, I've got the Ithaca, but that hardly counts as a shotgun. It's more of a parts bin and, and <laughs> science project than it is anything else. And then I have the 20-gauge Ithaca, the, S, uh, uh, the XL900, which is my 20-gauge automatic, and I, I like it very much. Um, so I'm like, hmm. <laughs> uh, and the Fab Arm, which is expensive and pretty, but um, you know, I don't shoot it that much because I'm worried I'm going to mess it up. So... Here, here I am looking at this stupid $2,000 Maxis, and I'm just like, oh, I want that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's just a horrible idea, all right? It's, it, <laughs> it's, it's a bad idea, and I shouldn't want it at all, you know? Because the Maxis 2 Hunter is, is like $400 less. Same gun. $400 less. The furniture is less pretty. But it's not as pretty. But it's not as pretty. Right? Like, if I'm going to do it, I don't want the Hunter. I want the Maxis Ultimate. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, it's stupid. Um, the Stalker is even less. The Stalker. Oh, no, it's not. The Stalker is, uh, what is the Stalker? Oh, no, it's it's like $1,659. So it's $450 less. It's It's stupid. Like, I could spend almost $500 less on the Stalker 2, get an all-weather gun, and almost, not quite, but almost be able to afford it. Almost. 
Um, well, I think you should bypass all of that and spend all that money and, and for Christmas get me a Chris Vector instead. <laughs> you know what? I saw one. I saw one at a show. I was at uh, the Denton uh, the Denton Gun Show. It was at Texas Motor Speedway, so they open up the inner field and everything like that. And and the the thing the the show is actually in the pits, right in the pit garages. And um, there's like the big pylon out front with all the leaderboards and everything, and it's right on turn one. And we go in there and sitting on the corner of a table. Right kind of at the end of the show, or at the end of the show, is this rectangle, <laughs> for all intents and purposes. Oh, you've and seen and, and the worst part about it is, is that's the only reason I want it for, is because it's a curiosity. Oh, it's so weird. And I, I nod to the guy, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? He's like, yeah, you know, what's what's going on? And I'm like, look, I, I know, you know, because you never know with really expensive guns. You always ask if you can pick them up. You know, because that's a lot of investment that the guy's got casually hanging out there on the table. It doesn't have locks on it or anything like that. So it's always just polite to ask. And uh, you know, it's kind of etiquette, you know, like, hey, can I touch your incredibly expensive gun that, <laughs> that you've got casually sitting there on the corner of a table that I might bump? Um, he's like, yeah, pick it up, man. You're not going to hurt it. So I pick it up and I and it's got the... Um, I don't know if all of them have this, but this one's got the the extendable shoulder stock on it. Yeah, and it, and it had um, it had the shroud on the barrel and then a light uh, attachment on the top under the rail. So it's got the rail on the top, and then in front of the rail, on top of the barrel, is a light attachment. It looked so cool. And then you got the mag hanging at the bottom, and the mags are, are like extended, like they've got the the EX2, I think it is, extension yeah, they're, kit they're for the mags. They're extended Glock mags. Yeah, and they're like forty round, you know, uh, you know, you can add forty rounds to the thing. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's got that hanging at the bottom, and I'm like, oh my god, is this cool? And it's and it's light. Yeah, I I expected it to be a lot heavier than it was. And I I think it was the Vector 22CRB, I think it is. Uh, I mean, it, they're all basically the, the same. same. I mean, it's the I mean, same. They have different models for different years, but and there's been minor, you know, changes to the internals. But, it, yeah, they're all basically the same. Thing. They're all basically the same. But it's, I mean, it was so cool. I mean, I'm like, oh, wow, I see why. Jake wants one of these, and and Bono looks at me. He's like, "You're insane." <laughs> I'm like, "No, you gotta feel this is neat, you know." Um, yeah, it, when Bono still wants an M1 rifle <laughs> in 308. Yeah, in 308. Yeah, he likes he likes M1s. He he also wants a you know the uh, World War II carbine, the 30 carbine. He he likes that too. I've actually come across this a couple of times, but in nine millimeter instead of 30, 30, 30 carbine. Um, and I, I've almost pulled the trigger on that a couple of times and just haven't done it. They look cool. They look cool. I mean, the this particular Chris Vector I was uh, holding, I mean, I don't know what the retail is on it, but he wanted like 1200 bucks for the thing. And I'm like, are you going to get that for this? And he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, they, yeah. they they retail depending on how they're set up anywhere from like fifteen hundred to two grand. Holy crap! Yeah, which is why I probably will never have one. 
<laughs> yeah, it was it was neat looking. I'd never held one before. Um, I mean, it's it's uh, it's. I mean, it's a twenty-two. That. What color was it? Oh, that one was a twenty-two. Yeah. Oh no! See, I'm talking. I want either the nine millimeter or the forty-five. Yeah. No, this was a twenty-two CRB. Yeah. Um, and it um, had the light, the the rail, that, the extended. That's, that's mags. probably why it was as light as it was then. Yeah, it was light. It was super light. Um, uh, but uh, what color was it? Gray. Okay. Dark it, gray. If if you've never seen the white ones, you could definitely throw that in with a stormtrooper costume. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. See, I they, he also had a camo one there. And the camo one wasn't a twenty-two. I don't know what it was, but it was it wasn't a twenty-two. Um, but it it was neat. Oh wow, was it neat? Well, um, uh, the other big thing that's coming up, and and it's weird because there's different pieces of information coming out about it depending on who you talk to. Some people say that it's going to be awesome, and some people say it's going to be a disaster. But Shot Show is coming up, and they did not cancel it yet. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty notable as to some of the people that aren't showing up. Six Hour made it very public that they're not going. Um, so I've got a couple of interesting ones with regards to what they're coming up new for handguns, and it's basically two things that I've seen so far. But anything new for shotguns? You know, not much. Um, at least not that I've seen. Uh, there's there's some some personal defense stuff out there that's a little bit newer you know like the 590s's and everything they're putting some tweaks on those they're coming out with new versions of like the the last year it was the maxis this year is the maxis 2 for browning uh which is why i was looking at it um but but nothing earth shattering uh for shotguns at least that i've seen yet well there's two main things i've seen with regards to handguns first of all 10 millimeter is making a comeback why I don't know. You're finding a lot of handguns suddenly being available in 10 millimeter. Um, some of them, the things you've expected to see before, like a lot of 1911s coming in 10 millimeter, but there's a lot of just your standard polymer striker fire pistols that are now coming out in 10 millimeter. 10 millimeter is making a comeback. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff making their comeback. The old uh, Browning High Power is coming back, although that's been famously a lot of jams. On the uh, the new Browning High Power clone, I I've seen that. I've also seen people with ones that they've said they've had absolutely no trouble with. Yeah, my guess is it's it's just kind of a uh, a new. I mean, because a lot of new guns, new guns, new cars, new houses, they all come with. Sometimes they just have things they got to work out. A lot of guns are like that their first yeah. year. So I I have the feeling. They're going to sort that out, but oh, it is Springfield. Happening. They're going to sort that out. Yeah, it's Springfield. They're going to sort that out. It's probably just a production thing where, you know, uh, one of the parts not being either machined to the right tolerance or or something like that. Well, it, they did supposedly give it a much better trigger than the original FN High Power did had. Um, the other thing is, is apparently people had issues with or with the original getting slide bit, like the same thing that happens with the PPKs. Yeah. Uh, and they apparently uh, increased the size of the beaver tail to stop that from happening. Yeah, they they've apparently they have stopped quite a few things and they've they've gotten some things much better, but uh, they have been pro- having jamming problems at least with the first ones off the line. Uh, pretty famously, uh, they've got videos of them just jamming up after every third round. Um, 
Well, if they can get their shit together, I that's that's something I could see myself picking up at some point. Honestly, now, I they, haven't seen one in real life yet. I I haven't either. Um, I I have uh I've been looking, but I haven't seen one. Um, the only time I've seen them is on the net. But uh, I I would cons I would totally consider it if it was um, you know, if they fixed the 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 jamming problem, which I'm sure, like you said, it's Springfield. They're gonna. But uh, wait another year or two. I bet you those things will be just hot, just hot as can be. Well, the other thing that's kind of interesting that suddenly popped up this week is Smith & Wesson came out with a new micro compact. <laughs> but, see, they did something a little bit different this time. Rather than just making a new version of the shield, they actually came up with an aluminum frame, hammer-fired, 10-round micro compact. Okay, that's different. It is, because it's supposedly, just as far as shootability is... Oh, the other thing is it's also uh, single action only. Oh, that's new. What it actually looks like to me is Smith & Wesson's version of the SIG 938, which is basically <laughs> their little, um, almost like a 1911 clone. But once again, a 9mm with the, the SIG, it only holds six rounds. So once again, having something like that, which the 238 for the 380 version of it shot like an absolute dream. Um, if they can come up with something that the shootability is even better than the shield with holding 10 rounds, that sounds pretty cool. Well, they are desperately trying to get out of the get out of the box with some of this stuff because it's it's they're getting killed almost everywhere when kimber comes out with a with a micro compact and it does fairly well and you're sitting over there at smith and wesson going oh crap like like you better well, get on something well smith and wesson has been smith and wesson for a very very long time and unfortunately they're not for them they're not glock glock hasn't really up and changed much in forever um, and, and but they can get away with it because they're Glock. Smith and Wesson has kind of been doing the same thing. Nothing's really changed much in the M and P series. You know, you've got a little bit of stippling difference here and there. Ooh, ah, <laughs> exciting. Uh, then you, they finally took the the shield and gave it the ten round capacity. Okay, that was pretty interesting. Uh, but this is the first something really like new Smith and Wesson has come out with in a while. And the other thing is, is that these lighter yet sturdier aluminum frames are becoming very, very popular. Because that's the yeah. thing is the, the, this aluminum framed hammer fire firearm is actually weighs less than the polymer striker fired one. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yep. Do you remember what the new pistol is called? Uh, the CSX. Oh, let's take a look at that thing. Oh, wow, that is a good-looking gun. Yeah, as I said, it looks like a little almost 1911. Not quite, but almost. Yeah, it's a little fat in the handle for a 1911, but I could see where it was 1911. You know, the angle is right for a 1911. Uh, it's got kind of a fat back end. But boy, that well, looks the, kind of nice. But see, that, even then, compared to what you normally get out of a 1911, the back strap is interchangeable. Yeah, it looks kind of nice, man. I don't know. That 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 is the first Smith and Wesson I've seen in a while that looks kind of cool. Um, and it's kind of odd looking, but but it looks I don't know. That's, well, that's nice. Look, look up look up the Sig 938. Hold on, uh, Sig 938. 
Oh, wow, that does look similar. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but for once again, Maybe. 938 only holds six rounds. It's still a single stack. Mm-hmm. So it's, this one's probably a little fat. The Smith is probably a little fatter in the in the waist. But still, that doesn't look bad. That doesn't look bad at all. I, I actually like the uh, the way the Smith looks a little bit better. I Actually, so do I. Now, it, it's not something I'm looking for. Well, not at $600 MSRP. No. I mean, oof, well, you know. I mean, but the the aluminum frames cost more. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I I'm not opposed to a six hundred dollar handgun. I'm just, uh, you know, I have one of those, but you know, I six hundred dollars still buy you a ninety two FS. I mean, I well, it, hmm. but it, it, they're different purposes. The ninety two FS is either a duty firearm or a it, it, if you're going to carry it, you're going to carry it visibly. Yeah, this I carry is, mine out the a, ranch. This is yeah. a day-to-day-to-day concealed carry inside the waistband firearm. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. They're two different types of things. I mean, I, I carry the Beretta out at the ranch in a holster just, you know, in case of stuff. Um, the This is this is a concealed, you know, micro or subcompact carry. So, I mean, it's it's a little different. I mean, I, I totally get that. I, I like it, though. It looks like it's a good-looking gun. It really is. I'm surprised. That's not it, bad. It, it, well, just the idea that Smith and Wesson did something new was a surprise for me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's they're not really known for like we've thought outside the box, and we, I mean, they're they're Smith. They don't have to, and they largely don't. But that's still that that's a good looking gun. I like that. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of something Springfield might do. You know, like the Springfields always look amazing. And then you pick them up and you're like, oh, I hate this. You know, I. You know who else? But it's the data version of I hate this. Yeah. I hate this. You want another one? Yes, Yes, please. please. (laughs) It just looks nice. I mean, it's kind of fat and chunky in the right areas. It's kind of blocky and, and. you know, it's got an interesting look to it. I mean, it looks non-standard, which is, I think, why I'm drawn to it more. I, it, it, it looks neat. I like it. I don't like it $600 worth, but I like it. <laughs> well, you're also not looking for a comfortable, very easy-to-shoot um, uh, concealed carry firearm for day-to-day carry. Uh, well, no. I'm not really in the market yeah, and for see, that. And see, once again, neither am I. I have what I have that I already shoot extremely well. I'm not looking for something new there. All right. I tell you what, when you get tired and trade in the VP nine, because it's an HK and we know you're going to do it. <laughs> call me. <laughs> we'll work out something for that. <laughs> and, and you can go by this. It'll be great. Because I like the VP9. Well, That's a new actually, guy. actually, the thing is, is though, is I have, for all intents and purposes, though, though I've switched up like styles and stuff like that. But that P365, it, it, that's kind of my go-to as far as a you know concealed carry firearm. Yeah, you've point. got that, a couple of them. I, what, no, actually, the worst part about it is, is I've sold some of them back. I've kind of mixed and matched <laughs> grips and stuff like that, and came. Up, I've, I've actually the one I've got now is a little bit of a Frankenstein gun, um, but. Uh, I've mixed and matched uh, grips with slides and stuff of that nature and sold a couple of them off and finally came up with a one that I actually shoot very well. (laughs) So what you're saying, 
just to just to clear clear this up here is you don't actually need a small compact everyday carry gun because you no. have several. <laughs> uh, my point is is that I'm looking for other things. <laughs> he goes, no, that is not the point, John. No, is... no, no, you're absolutely correct. But I guess where I was going with this was is that I'm not looking for that to purchase anymore. I'm looking for things that I find just fun to shoot. Yeah, this looks neat. I like that. I like that CSX. That's that's neat. Too bad they don't make it in a 380. Give them time. Maybe they will. Yeah, I see it. I could see that as a 380. I I feel forgive the the uh, the pun. I'd pull the trigger on that. That'd be neat for a 380. I like that. It looks neat. I mean, if it's shot even half as good as it looks, it I I'd, I'd keep that. I consider carrying that. Um, instead of the Taurus I got, um, cause it's still, it's still, it's so embarrassing. Like the, the one I carry is the Taurus Spectrum <laughs> still to this day. I haven't found anything I like better than that in a waistband, um, which is sad. And I don't even know if they're producing it right now. Um, uh, most of the Tauruses I see coming down the line are the G3s. Yeah, no, that's, that's all I see too. And, and a judge I, here and there. Yeah, I mean, you, you see the judges and, and all that kind of stuff, but they had the Spectrum out, and I, that's one of those things where I'm glad I was there and I just spent the money at the time, because um, it was, when I bought it, I bought it new, out of the box, it was $180, and I swear to God, it's the best three, the the best pocket 380 I've ever owned, ever. Uh, it's got the extended magazine on it, which holds an extra two rounds, um, so it, it holds seven uh, and I'm just like, well, eight with one of the pipe, but I, I'm like, well, what the hell, man? Like, why wouldn't you want this? I mean, this is perfect. So I, it is very difficult for me to switch off of that because it's 380. It's very compact. It's very light. It's thin. Um, I mean, it, it's everything you want. Um, but that CSX looks good, man. That CSX looks good. If they make that in a 380, I might have to do that. They won't because I want one. But if, <laughs> if they do that in a 380, I might do that because that's that's a good looking gun. Oh man! So you got anything else, sir? No, I do not. Right on. Well, guys, we're uh, happy to have you back here with us in 2022. Uh, we can't wait to see what new guns they come up with on the other side of the shot show, and we will talk to you next time. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>